What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Action Academy podcast. This is your host, as always, Brian Lubin. Now, today we have a pretty cool hybrid type of episode. As some of you guys know or remember that have been listening to this show for a while, the Action Academy community, my mastermind, actually began as an online 12 week course. So when I was in Brazil, uh, traveling around the world last fall, around August, September, I created a course. And I spent about a month or two creating a 52-hour course. And that was what I was thinking was going to be my entire business before the community began. And so today's episode is one of the course modules that discusses asking bigger questions. Now, this is going to be a fantastic episode for all of you. And I wanted to give you guys a peek at kind of the inner vault of content that we have inside our community. That content vault has now grown to over 100 hours. Now that we're recording this in April of 2023, we have 100 hours plus of entrepreneurship content, real estate broken down by asset classes, multifamily, Airbnb, commercial, buying and selling businesses, leadership, organization, entrepreneurship, all this good stuff. So let's get to today's episode. Rock and roll. And as always, if you're finding any value in this show, please share it with at least one or two friends. It's how we grow the show. It's how we reach more people, help more people. I hope you guys enjoy this show. Welcome to the Action Academy podcast. Stand back while I celebrate freedom. The show where we help you achieve financial independence with the mindsets, methods, and actionable steps from guests who've already earned their freedom. The flags of freedom fly. Choose to do what you want. What you want. With who you want. With who you want. When you want. When you want. With another episode today. Now, here's your host, Brian Lubin. So the topic of today's module is asking bigger questions. And this is one of the key takeaways that I need you guys to remember is just changing the level of question that you ask, because this is going to be the number one lever that you can pull that will determine how fast you hit any goal that you set. Okay. It's asking bigger questions. If you don't ask a bigger question, you won't get a bigger answer. One of my mentors, David Osborne, whose module is below here, talks about how the best way to get what you want in life is asking the right questions to the right people. So once you realize that, then it's just two games that you're playing and all of life investing in business. And that is, what are the right questions and who are the right people, right? And look how much easier life becomes and success becomes when you just ask those two simple questions, right? Today, we're going to go over tangible, literal examples of small questions, better questions, even better questions, and best questions. And I'm going to use my example of how I've progressed to the questions that I've asked in my own life. So what better way for me to teach you guys than to show you the mistakes that I made and the type of questions, the ways that I was thinking about things along my journey? Because now looking back, I can look at the $100,000 problem and I can say, oh my God, that is ridiculously easy to make $100,000 in a year. Whereas you may be like, oh, okay, screw you, Brian. That sounds fun. <laughs> I don't know what that looks like. Okay. So now I can give you some perspective so that you can be able to ask bigger questions yourself right now and avoid the three or four years that took me hundreds of thousands of dollars to figure all this crap out. Got it. Awesome. Share screen. Cool. So this is my questioning sequence when I was a sales rep. So remember, pay attention to what I'm saying in the frameworks behind it. This isn't going to apply specifically to your business, but 
use the frameworks and understand what I'm saying and how I'm saying it so that you can apply in whatever you're trying to do, whether that be your W-2 right now and maximizing the income there or building your new thing. Okay. So small question, no offense. How do I make six figures in a year? Okay. So if you ask the question, how do I make $100,000, which is, by the way, we all say six figures, but whenever somebody says they make six figures, it's always $120,000. It's ridiculous. But we'll say, how do I make $100,000 in a year? If that's your goal, and that's what you wrap your identity around, then you are going to give every bit of energy, effort, and output that you have into hitting said goal of $100,000. So congratulations, you just capped yourself. You just literally set a limit on your potential to where you are saying subconsciously, at my best, if I give it everything I got, I'm worth $100,000 a year. All right. So we need to go ahead and nip that in the bud right out the gate because you're already capping yourself here. But this was me for the most of my career. How do I make $100,000 in a year? How do I apply this question into the framework of my position that I'm currently in today? And I was like, I guess I need to work more. I just need to work harder. I need to do more calls more follow-ups, more meetings, and more focus on some of the bigger accounts to where I'm not just closing small accounts all the time. I'm closing decently sized accounts. So AKA, I work harder. Therefore, ipso facto, I make more. So if I'm killing it at the best of my ability, I will make $100,000. Then you hit $100,000 and you're like, cool, now what? So you've just gone through all this trial and turmoil (laughs) to hit your goal And then you hit the goal and then you immediately don't feel anything. You're just like, okay, cool. What's next? And so now you have to go through all of this freaking work of breaking through that barrier of that new financial thermostat that you just set for yourself of $100,000. So congratulations. You just built yourself a glass ceiling. Here's a bigger question. This is about year two, year three in my career. How do I make quarter million dollars in a year? Because not many people make that. That's 5% of the company maybe makes a quarter million dollars in that position. Now, remember, this is all my personal examples for my sales position, but just apply the same frameworks. Better answers. Okay, so if I was going to make $250,000, what does that guy do? What does that top rep in the company do? Okay, cool. I need to live in the enterprise deals, the whales. Like That's where I need to live. Not only do I need to be prospecting them, but I need to be engaging with them constantly, weekly, building relationships with eight different buyer personalities within each organization. I need to have a touch point and a cadence that's automated, systematized to where I can do it in my sleep. And then whenever it's time for them to enter a buying decision, I'm the first thought that they have. So a couple of different levers I could pull. Heavy folks on enterprise deals, cadence and relationships with top customers, like I just said automated and systematized outreach campaigns. So what I did was I went through my entire territory and I went on Google Maps and I figured out what are the largest factories, customers, potential clients that we had in my territory. And I was selling uniforms before. So it was going to be factories, industrial, stuff like that. And so that was my focus. And I made a giant database myself manually. I was like, okay, these are my top, call it 250 customers, top 250 opportunities in my territory. Then delegated tasks. I'm going to hire a VA to go find the contact information for every single key buyer in each one of these companies. And they're going to make me an Excel sheet with detailed notes, detailed information, so that I could click one button and through a mail merge through Outlook, I could send an email blast out that's very conversational and just a touch point to any amount of these people that I want in one email, as opposed to 
cold calling 24-7, driving 24-7. Small answer, better answer. Click a button, half the territory covered in one email. Okay. Nobody did this. Nobody does this. So literally, you're freaking if you're a freaking sales rep right now, do this shit right here. You'll make quarter million dollars a year in any territory in any profession that you're doing. Just figure out who your top customers are, delegate out to a VA to build a list to find your prospecting info. Zoom info is going to be 99% of the contacts that you need for any customer. Yeah. And then just mail merge out and just be very conversational with your touch points. Um so extreme focus on prep and presentation, my one thing. So what are the just 20% a- actions that I can take that will yield the results that I'm looking for? Okay. For me, that was prep and presenting. So prepping and presentation. So A, knowing who the hell I'm talking to, what the hell they care about, how the hell I should talk to them, in what way. Because if I'm going to talk to an analytical buyer, I'm going to speak in a more analytical way and I'm going to be way more reserved and introverted as opposed to if I'm talking to HR, I'm going to be very bubbly and energetic and I'm going to talk about what they care about, right? But this isn't a sales course. Maybe in the future, if you guys want it. So my one thing was getting prepped for the meetings and then increasing my close rate. So being a damn good presenter. And that was my main focus. So that would maybe even include a dollar productive activity for me while I'm delegating this out would be Working on my craft, role-playing, talking to reps that were better than me, doing sales podcasts, all this type of stuff. Cool. So then I hit 250. Awesome. Even bigger question. Then I go to the point where I say, okay, how do I make a million dollars in a year? I can't. Okay. What if I get promoted? I can't. Oh, what if I become the CEO of the company? I can't. Huh. Okay. So now what? Ask a different question. So what I did at this point, ladies and gentlemen, was I looked at my VP of sales. So here's the chain of command, just sales rep, sales manager, VP of sales of a region. And then you become the senior. And then you become the senior VP of sales, which is the SVP. And then, you know, maybe a C-suite position after that. And then maybe CEO. So this is like a 20-year journey. But none of them make a million dollars in a year. Maybe the CEO makes a million dollars in like stock options, maybe, uh, but not anything crazy. So I'm like, all right. So if I put 20 years into this and I become the CEO, I still can't make a million dollars in a year for compensation. So now what do I do? Okay. I ask a different question. <coughs> and remember what we were talking about before, way back in some, few, in some previous modules, we talked about how we want to make our actual goal a rounding error. That's the point. We want to set such a massive goal, which we're about to do in these modules coming up. Like It's finally showtime, ladies and gentlemen. But if I want to set a massive goal, I want to set a goal that's so big that my actual goal, if it's just a rounding error and a failure from this goal. So let's aim for 10 million. Let's just have fun with it. So if I hit a million dollars, then that means I massively failed at my goal, but I'm still a millionaire each and every year over and over again. Not a bad life to live. That sounds fun. We need to bring in other people then, don't we, Brian? Yes, Brian, we do. Okay, so how do we do eight figures? And this is a damn good question. This is a big question. All right, so best answers. Leverage podcasts to build relationships with people at this level for advice and mentorship. 
which by the way, teaser, Josh Dorkin, CEO and founder of Bigger Pockets, got a relationship with him now. He's coming on the podcast, ladies and gentlemen, and I'm going to become his best friend and ask him how he built Bigger Pockets so that I can build the coolest and best thing for you. Great. Good job, Brian. Thanks, Brian. Grow podcast for ad revenue, deal opportunities, and compounding levels of goodwill. Money compounds fast. Goodwill compounds faster. So if you give enough people help for free and help them get what they want, they will help you, ipso facto, get what you want without you even asking for it, which is a lot of you that are in this module. I haven't even released this yet. Maybe people are coming in afterwards and they're hearing this now after I'm a couple hundred, couple thousand people in the course. But uh, yeah, so you know, you come in because of the podcast. I've given you so much value already that you trust me. Therefore, you give me money to do this faster. Got it. Also, for ad revenue, if I have a million downloads a month, that will essentially give me three hundred to four hundred thousand dollars a year in just podcast ads. So, also fun living right there. Own two other major forms of media rev: newsletter and YouTube. That means I've got to grow a newsletter company and a YouTube company. So I've got to have a manager there and a manager for my newsletter. So I'm there. I'm doing that and hiring for that based off the revenue of this course. So this course, I'm trying to get $500,000 for so that I can be able to hire positions to grow this freaking thing to the stratosphere. Funnel relationships into real estate acquisitions and partnerships on deals. Of course, I want to funnel all my profits into growing the business and growing my real estate portfolio. And that's what we're going to do. And that's going to print out more cash flow, et cetera, et cetera. Build massive community that compounds on itself that helps each other. Hello, guys. That's y'all. And then scale a team beneath me that operates at scale. That's what I'm going to do with that launch profit is build a team and then start rocking and rolling. So. Do any of these questions take more time than the other ones? Like I have perspective now, which allows me to ask a question like this and operate and perform towards this in the same time period, in the same time frame, two years that you're performing this. Even if I'm not more skilled than you, even if I'm not more talented than you, even if I don't have better resources than you, I'm still going to kick your ass right here because you're asking this question. And I'm asking this question. And here's another side note. Because I'm asking this question, people are attracted to me that are at this level because they don't want to help this person. No offense. They want to help this person because this is a question that's more fun for them to answer and to help with. All right. And investors, when you paint a big vision, that means more people want to hop on that vision. If you say, hey, I want to build a company that makes $100,000 a year. Nobody's going to be pumped about that. But if I say, I want to help a million people leave unfulfilling jobs by December 1st, 2024, everyone's, okay, I'm on board. That sounds fun. Let's do it. All right. So the moral of the story is, how do you get the perspective to be able to ask a question at this scale today for you listening? The best way to do that is the same answer that I have for the financial thermostat, the same answer that I have for the majority of the course, the same answer that will solve most of the questions that you're asking, which is, how do I do this and do all of this faster? And that is by leveraging relationships and surrounding yourselves with the people that you want to become. Remember when we talked about identity? The fastest way to change your identity is immersion. Immersion yields conversion. So. 
What that means is we need to get around for me as much eight figure, as many eight figure people as possible. So I build a podcast. You can do the same, or you can just engage and interact within this community that I'm building. That's one of the benefits of me building this thing for you, because now you can just go in the Facebook group and you can message people in there, and then they will be on the same mission, same path, same journey as you, maybe a little bit further than you, but you can all engage, interact, and help each other. All right. So that is how you ask bigger questions. Hope you guys enjoyed. This one was fun for me. Stop, share, and I will see you in the next modules. Hey, real quick. If you're still listening to today's episode, I'm assuming you got value from it. So I need your help specifically. My two-year vision with this show is to help over 1 million people do what they want, when they want, with who they want. And I can only do that with your help. There are two main ways that a podcast grows. One is through ratings and reviews, and the other is word of mouth. If you could please leave me a five-star rating and a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, as well as send this to one or two friends that you think would get value from it, we can reach the people that we're looking to reach. Thanks in advance. Talk tomorrow.